2: feeling about this.
0: Welcome to episode 303 of Blue Harvest. I'm your host, Halls Burkhardt. And I'm your host, Will Whitney. And Will's here in person. Right in front of it.
2: Our i about to bust.
0: So we hooked up the soundboard.
3: The beard and the hair are on point. Your hair is majestic.
0: I need to get it trimmed. It is so long. I have not. You know when the last time I got it cut was? What's that? The day The Force Awakens came out in theaters. Oh, my goodness.
3: That's a long time ago.
0: So over five years. Yeah. Five and a half years since I've had a haircut.
3: You look like you should be, you know, a roadie for a heavy metal band or
0: something. Hey. We're going to take that as a compliment. He looked hard,
2: which he absolutely was.
0: I uh and, and you know what's fucked up? It's, you know, it wasn't that I didn't want to grow my hair out, right? Like, I've always sort of wanted to do it. <clears throat> my family always just gave me shit. And then I finally got Jessie. She, she can back me up on this sort of thing. It's not me just versus my family about my hair, which is stupid. Like, let me do what the fuck I want with my hair. Sheesh and uh so start growing it out right but it it wasn't that i just wanted to grow it out it was that i went to get a haircut that night and got or that day before we all went up met up to go to the movie and i got such a bad haircut and like i even when i was getting it i turned to jesse and i go this lady's fucking up my hair and she goes no i it doesn't look bad. She was lying. You know when someone's lying so terribly that there's no jo- there's no question? There was to... a
3: pause where it doesn't it... look bad. <laughs>
0: yeah. I looked like uh, Jim Carrey in Dumb and Dumber. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. The bowl cut straight across banks? It was bad. It was bad. So bad that we got home and Jessie tried to fix it herself with ooh, some scissors.
3: Ooh, And that leads to better places.
0: Anyways. Uh, so... Uh, that's why I I got such a bad haircut that I haven't gone back to get my haircut since.
3: I think the last time I tried to fix a haircut, I ended up having to shave my head was what I meant by that.
0: Oh, I gotcha. No, it, you know, it, it actually, she, she straightened it out a little bit. Oh, I'm sure. Like it looked better than I, when I came out of the fucking super cuts or it didn't whatever didn't look the like fuck you'd been
3: spending time in a mental institution.
0: <laughs> so, uh. How you been, buddy? We we haven't recorded. I was in Texas last week. How have you been?
3: I've been well. I have been well, taking care of the kiddos.
0: Night away from the house. Look at you. Yeah, I know, right?
3: What are you gonna do with your grown up? (laughs) What (laughs)
0: happens? Sit around and talk about a children's property with your friend. That's what sun is
3: down and I am
0: awake. (laughs) Um, so we got a couple of things to catch up on. We got two episodes of the Bad Batch that yes. we haven't discussed. Yes. And then some other tiny sort of news items, but mainly Bad Batch stuff. The giblets. And then we'll hear from our moisture farmer friends. Mm. I'll abuse the soundboard. This is going to rule so hard. <laughs> Sometimes I just like to pick them at random, see what happens, see if they apply. And, uh, and then we'll, we'll call it a night. It's worked out pretty well so far. Um, <clears throat> so, real quick. Follow us on Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram at Blue Harvest Pod. And check out our Patreon. We've put up three Patreon episodes this week alone. I put up a Bad Batch reaction. I put up an all-new episode of Jaws that Jesse and I recorded on the road home from Texas. Listening back, I realized I was on the verge of a nervous breakdown. Oh, really? Why? (laughs) Bruh, I got to discuss something with you. I think it's time. I think as a responsible young man who realizes that kids are not in his future, he doesn't want to have kids. uh, Jesse feels the same way. I think I got to go get it done, man. I think I got to go get the old vasectomy.
3: The snip, the snip snap.
0: And bruh, like, I don't know how I'm going to feel. Like, because you're awake during that, right? And what I imagine, I, I haven't done that much research but I imagine the process goes as such. You lay down and you drop your, your pants They you make fun of the size of your dick.
3: They might put you in like a gynecological stirrups, you know, spread right, you right, out, right. spread eagle so that they can get at the, the naughty bits right, real right, easy.
0: Right, right, right. Uh, and then they got to in the area, right? Mm-hmm. So that's probably a shot right in your dick. A little sting. But right in your dick.
3: Uh, not the dick. They're working in the scrotal area. You get it in the, in the ball sack somewhere. Or up maybe high. Wherever the nerve comes from, wherever it
0: goes to the ball sack, that's where you'll get the shot. It may be in your taint. Maybe even <sighs> under your ball sack. Bro, that makes me, too, like, they're getting too close to butthole territory there, and that makes me nervous. You don't like a dead butthole? Well, what if I fucking, what if that leads to a dead butthole fart? So be it. Jedi. Okay. So be so be it Jedi. Um all right, so they're shot in the dick area. Mm-hmm. The general dick area. Mm-hmm. Then they'll make a little probably they, vertical incision.
3: They're gonna cut my nuts up. They'll slide that skin open. <sighs> they'll find the little tubules in and there. And then
0: they tie that in a knot, right?
3: I don't know if they tie it in a knot or snip it. One of the they will end the the flow of a uh, juice from the <laughs> Van's deferens, maybe? That may be the name of the...
2: the
0: Sheesh! Oh, it's making me uncomfortable. I know several people have had it done. They're like, "That's not that bad. It's super easy. Yeah. Oh, bruh. Makes um, me nervous. Makes me nervous. I'm sweating. I'm yeah. sitting here sweating. Um, So then they tie your shit in a knot, and then they, like, poke it back in there, a couple yep. stitches. You're good to... Mm,
3: Mm -hmm. Maybe even some glue Maybe not even stitches They may just glue you up
0: Glue my nuts back together (laughs) You're just going Glue my nuts back together I'm sure they throw a little stitch in there A couple So uh, Hear me out
3: I'd rather have my nuts glued back together than stitched
0: But if you're dead it doesn't really matter Well why are we bringing dead into this I mean if you're numb Like if you have (laughs) If you have
3: painkiller I'm not talking about dead balls or dead butthole
0: Oh my god um. So we, you were mentioning getting getting the procedure done before we recorded, right? Yeah. Let me propose something to you. The first ever Star Wars podcast done while two people are simultaneously getting a vasectomy. We'll get to see if they'll put us back in, to back or head to head even or like side by side and then uh, we'll just shattered it up Tom it might stores. be dangerous if we start making the doctor cut up and laugh while he's got the snip snaps down on your you have more your huevos oh, well my question is what happens. i'll be cutting up
3: i'll be acting <laughs> a fool
0: they're cutting my nuts open. it's gonna
3: sound like steve carell from the 40 year old virgin in there <laughs> kelly clarkson <laughs> yep
0: uh okay so we record during it and. What happens if the doctor's like down there and he's like, oh, you guys are doing a Star Wars podcast? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, hashtag not my Luke Skywalker. <laughs> hashtag the fandom menace, bro. That, then what, I'm stuck in a very, I got a fandom menacer fucking cutting my nuts open. You, uh, I guess that's where you insert the record scratch.
3: And that's the end of the episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.
3: Well, I mean, it's a scary thought. I mean, I know it's going to be fine, but, uh, you know, anytime you intentionally get somebody to take a knife and scissors to your ball sack, it's going to create some trepidation.
0: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Anyways, uh, all of that was to say you should check out our Patreon at <laughs> patreon.com slash Podcast.
3: Not if you like Vesetkames, but if you like, <coughs> if you like Blue Harvest.
0: Yeah, well, it all sort of spun out of that, um. And uh, so, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. I hit a pothole.
3: Sheesh. you thinking about your balls being
0: cut open. I know, man. We really got to change the subject. <laughs> we got to go in a different direction. I'm having some real problems focusing after that. It's my own fault. I brought it up. You did. Uh, what have you thought about the Bad Batch? We haven't, uh, we haven't talked about episode four or five. Or five. It's been good. It's been good so far. Progressing
3: along nicely, I think. I. Th- it's a little jaunt.
0: Yeah, I feel like, at least right now, for me, it'd be hard to just... Okay, so we're going to talk about episode four, and then we're going to talk about episode five. I think we should just sort of talk about them all together, see where it goes. I think you know so, I mean? too. I. The one thing, or not the one thing, one of the things that stuck out for me well, do you remember when they first announced the Bad Batch and there was that line about them doing mercenary work around the galaxy? Yeah. I, we hadn't really seen that yet, you know? But I feel like with the latest episode, that finally sort of set that in motion. Yeah. <laughs> Working for Sid. Like, they speci- she specifically called them mercenaries, mercenaries and stuff. So it seems she like... She made
3: it very clear that that's their new role.
0: Yeah, and it feels like it's finally getting that sort of concept for them up off the ground
3: take me home 18
0: um, if you need help for a price <laughs> <laughs> i uh, i dug them I, I would say the latest episode is towards the bottom of my favorites like the one with the baby rancor the baby Mochi. rancor
3: adds a a goofy element that's playfully well done right but it do, it brings i mean I, it's been so serious you need a little bit of levity mm-hmm. but uh, Oh, you I don't.
0: Know. I don't even mind the levity. I just, I don't know. It didn't strike me as much as some of the others. I even thought there were a couple of weaker moments of animation in that episode mm-hmm. compared to the some some of the other ones. Um, I did like the episode with Fennec Shand on Ord Mantel. Was it Ord? No, Ord
3: Mantel, I believe it was.
0: Um, I think no. That's where they went to meet Sid. Oh, okay. Whatever that other planet they stopped off at. Well, was. I
3: knew they were somebody was on Ord I yeah. saw that.
0: Um that episode with Fennec Shan gave me real hardcore Attack of the Clones vibes in a couple right. of parts. Yeah. Right? Like her costume already kind of looks it, like yeah. Sam Wessel.
3: Maybe that's why I'm getting the prequel vibes, but it very I mean very much. That's cause that's what thought, I, when I thought saw that costume, I was like, is that Sam Wessel? But it's not. It's quite obviously Fennec Shan. Um, but it's interesting that the well, the person that they're working for now, Sid, uh-huh. knows Finnick Shan like, yeah, by appearance. Like, you know, I didn't she say she'd have to get more information or something, talk to somebody. Yeah, talk to well, the guild to well, get they, more information. <laughs> they did do the job and they get there. Their juicy tidbits.
0: Yeah, and that um, it, they, they sort of established that Fennec Shan's fairly new on the scene too. Yeah, this is. Yeah, she's not been heard from for a long time. Uh, which, you know, makes sense. If she's still active post-Return of the Jedi, you know. she's At that point, she's been at it for quite a while then. Um, But yeah, I I, I dug that episode quite a bit, mainly because of the big chase through the city. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, and it's part of what reminded me. <clears throat> of attack of clones so much
3: i will say it's impressive that if she if she has no bionic parts until mandalorian if that's her first bionic part like yeah she made it a long time you know without needing any augmentation or any healing you know robot parts from any damage
0: She's bad they, they just based that off of uh the lady who plays fennec shand have you seen pictures of her from back in the 90s versus now No, she looks exactly the same. Does she? I think she's a vampire, feeding off the blood of others. A creature of the night. Oh, Nosferatu!
3: Nosferatu! Nosferatu! Dracula!
0: Dracula! Dracula! I'm just gonna do this rest of the night.
3: (laughs) It's it's like some ASMR. Welcome
0: to the castle of Dracula. He, everybody knows I wouldn't be Dracula. I'd be his, like, you know, that guy who's always got him that, like, puts him in the special dirt and shit. What? Eats flies. Who's Dracula's, like... Nemesis? His na- rival? No, no, not Van Helsing. I would definitely wouldn't be Van Helsing. That's who I thought you were talking about. I wouldn't even be Van Helsing in that shitty Van Helsing movie where he jumps a carriage over a canyon.
3: Oh, Hugh Jackman.
0: Um, no, it, it, Dracula's got a buddy who, like, eats flies. He's, he's like, his... His manservant, Dracula's major dome. Mm, like, Igor. No, that's, that's, that's Doctor Frankenstein. Doctor Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Like I don't even know.
3: I don't know. You've lost me. Uh,
0: I think I've lost myself. Dracula's buddy. I don't even know what to search to find is this, this answer. Henchman. What is he
1: dress like? Eats is another vampire?
0: Flies. No, I don't even. Is this even from the he's... movie The Bram
3: Stokers Dracula? Because I haven't seen that in a long ass time.
0: Is it Renfield? Yeah, it's Renfield.
3: Okay, because that did not land with me at all.
0: R.M. Renfield is a fictional character who appears in Bram Stoker's 1897 gothic horror movie, not movie, novel Dracula. Um, during the novel... Uh, yeah. He suffers from delusions which compel him to eat living creatures in the hope... Of obtaining their life force for himself.
3: Well, that's basically what eating does. I mean, <laughs> yeah, in not in a mystical way, but in a a very literal biological way. Uh,
0: how did we get started on
1: Dracula?
3: I don't know. You started making funny vampire sounds.
0: Oh gosh. Um, Bad Batch. Back to the Bad Batch.
3: The baby Rancor looked looked decent.
0: It was cute. I thought the model was good. Like the the three D model of the the Rancor was cool. I like several elements of that episode I like the rancor and wrecker going up against each other Mm -hmm. thought that was good fun I believe
3: that we were eagle eye on what's wrong with Wrecker's head. There's something wrong. Not not that we know what it is, but we definitely picked up. I mean, it's heavily hinted. I mean, how could you miss it? But well, there's yeah. something wrong in there. We, he's had headaches for no reason. Uh, we
0: were wondering if that was going to be a one-off thing, right? Like, but it is certainly not. No, it is a thing. I'm That's,
3: scared because I like Wrecker. I don't want anything bad to happen to he's him. He's my
0: favorite of the Bad Batch. Is he? Yeah. Wrecker is my favorite. I'm I, prone. I like Hunter because he's the leader. I like Hunter, too. You're a big Leonardo guy, I, aren't you? Leonardo the from the Turtles. Me, you know, Cyclops it? in the X-Men. Oh, my goodness. Me?
3: Raphael. The bad guy. Not the bad guy. The bad boy. He's not, I
0: didn't mean <laughs> the I'm bad
3: guy. What? The bad boy.
0: You're going to come into my house after not seeing me for a year and a half and throw this kind of disrespect on Raphael. The Raphael? turtle bad guy? He's the cool turtle. In the Turtles movie, He he's the one that said, Damn! Damn! Yeah. And I was like, that's my guy. The Turtles movie is good. It is good.
3: Everybody <laughs> thought it was going to be terrible.
0: I think it's... Uh,
3: I mean, they went downhill from there, but the first one was good.
0: It's real good. I like I like Secret of the Ooze just it's,
3: fine. It's good, but it, it begins a slow demise.
0: The third one, The Turtles Sheesh. in Time. Sheesh. And that one should be my favorite, because they go back to feudal they Japan and go back to feudal, and Japan, feudal and
3: Japan and be samurai. Should be, shouldn't it?
0: My goodness. Um, Which are not ninja. By no. The way. Sorry. <laughs> I like uh, how the episode kicked off with him doing squats with the gonk droid. Yes. I like I that like detail. how
1: she
3: cares so much about the gonk droid. Gonky? Yeah. To name it. to, You know, yeah. I am uh, you know, really enjoying watching... Her name is Omega.
0: Omega. Her
3: name is Omega, but her accent makes it sound like Omega. Yes. Um. Uh, I really like watching her character progression and her uh, sense of wonder and mm-hmm. fascination as she sees things for the first time because she's been locked in, you know, on Camino. Uh, on Camino, you know, in school, you know, boring medical school for the longest time. But she knows everything there is to know about clones. None of them have thought to ask the right question because she's got all the answers. I know. And she's, you know, anytime it becomes relevant, she brings something up. None of them ask her how she knows this or what else she knows. She knows a
0: lot. Yeah. Uh, She's like, had you told me going into this show that I would like Omega as much as I do, I would probably have doubted you.
3: It took me a long time to come around to Ahsoka. When I did, I loved her. Right. I have taken instantly
0: to Omega in a way that I did
3: not with a circle.
0: I fully agree. Now, hear me out. So we we were talking about the whole thing with Wrecker having the headache. Yeah. This is what I think is going to happen. I think it's going to go haywire. I don't know that it's necessarily going to cause him to go bad, crosshair style, but it's going to cause some kind of problem. And that's where I think Rex is going to come in because we know Rex is in the show from the trailer. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, Rex had his chip removed at the end of Clone Wars. So just thinking about characters who would be able to provide that answer to them, Rex is the first one to come to mind.
3: Well, the first thing come to my mind is, did Tech not specifically say he was neglecting some other parts of the ship to make an item that was going to scan their chip? Yeah. To see if it was working or not or where it was, you know. What happened to that, and why has it not been completed? I don't know. Maybe in the he's last like, couple of episodes, because I really need you to fix that and check him out, because y'all are ignoring I some know. obvious medical signs that you should be checking on. Wrecker.
0: Yeah. Uh, it, it, I just, I think there's no. It's choice. coming. Yeah, it's, it's coming.
3: You yeah. know, he's gonna bug out. I don't know how he might. I hope it's not towards Omega, and then it's oh. messed up between the two of them because they're probably the closest, you know. In a I know, man. In a, in a like he, he sibling made her like, way,
0: he made her like the bunk room and yeah, stuff, and that was a real cool scene. Yeah, and oh, and man. the whole
3: time he's having headaches and stuff.
0: Bruh. maybe he just sad. needs to drink more it's set water. Up to be sad. It is, and I hope it's not like as sad as it could be. You know what if I you mean? Old
3: yeller him, I'll be pissed. Oh.
0: I'll be real bummed. I'll be pissed. I'll be real bummed. Like I said, he's my favorite. Like you know, I swore off Black Series. Couldn't tell you the last time I bought a Black Series. Yeah, actually, I can. That's that's a lie. <laughs>
1: that's
3: I said lie. Yes, you can.
0: It's been within the last year, but I I swore off Black Series as a whole. Right? I, I was like, you know, what? only On the whole really special occasions like Mandalorians. You know what I mean? Right? They do a Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. okay like that's special occasion type shit Especially, yeah. but the, I like this show and I like the characters so much that I've been looking at their black series online Yeah, just I just, think that's yeah. a good sign of like for me at least like it's also a pretty typical sign like I'll be playing a video game and then I'll just get it in my head like I wonder what merch they got for this it may not even be a game I like all that much either oh shit speaking of video games phew, this is what? This is <laughs> This is some late in the game business. Did
3: you and Steve play on this thing?
0: We haven't played on that yet. Okay. We're going to. All right. Um that thing rules.
3: Yeah, I'm, it looks like it's pretty cool.
0: Uh Will's asking me about my Street Fighter arcade. I'm sorry, machine.
3: yeah, I was looking at a Street Fighter cabinet.
0: Um anyways, uh speaking of Street Fighter, speaking of Steve, mine and Steve's new video game podcast High Potion launches this Monday, June the 7th. I meant to put that in the business earlier because I posted the first episode as a preview on our Patreon. But then we started talking about Dracula, and I got Dracula.
3: distracted. Dracula.
0: Um. So, you guys... <laughs> hey, Marcus! Party. Pizza for everyone. Oh, my God. Um...
2: Sheesh.
3: i hit you with that one that was random
0: uh so yeah check it out if you guys are interested uh uh I, june 7th it should be up it should be kicking um hopefully it's on all the different feeds and stuff by then uh and i'm sure you'll hear me talk about it more once everything is going
3: we should have live casted this i did not think about <sighs> that until just now but that was so much fun
0: i could have set all the stuff up I, next and time
3: nobody would have known that it was happening
0: Next time, even with a, like, because you told me on what Sunday. Yeah. I could have gotten the word out. I could have gotten the word out, but I didn't think about me it. Me neither. Next time you come into town, because that's live a lot stream. Of fun. Yeah. Live, live stream.
3: stream. <sighs> I didn't mean to interrupt your train of thought. That, no, right. that's a good I just idea. That's a though. good idea.
0: That's what we'll do next time. We'll get the lights out. Did you notice how bright those fucking lights were on me? I felt like I was getting abducted. It was good. Fire in the sky style. Mm-mm. No sir. Um, so what I was saying, uh, I think Rex is going to take that ship out. <laughs> he
3: wouldn't, I mean, if he, it's never explained how, I don't know, because it's been a long time since I've seen Clone Wars or Rebels, but it, it, does it explain how he... Well, remember, pulls ah- it out or
0: gets it out. Ahsoka puts him in that machine. That oh yeah, at machine the end of at C- the Clone Wars, of the, the last new- season. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I
3: remember, he's yeah, he's good. He had it surgically removed.
0: Now, remember, in Rebels, he's rolling with two other old guy clones, That's Wolf right. and Gregor, right? Yeah. So I wonder when we run into him in Bad Batch, will he have those two guys with him, or will this be before he's met up with them? It could be. It's could cool be when he meets them. I'll be honest. I think it's going to make a really compelling like almost sort of continuous story, right? Think about it like Clone Wars into Bad Batch into Rebels. Right. That's pretty it's pretty cool when you think about all the Yeah. And then like rebel stuff starts spinning off into Mandalorian and stuff. Because really
3: if you watch this stuff let's say you watch Clone Wars. From beginning to end. Yeah. And then, you know, progressively the series like, you can follow their these characters' stories through their entire lives.
0: You know, yeah. it's awesome. I don't think Bad Batch will take us all the way up to Rebels. That's a, a pretty long period of time for the show to cover. Right, But if they did another, like, would you be surprised? Because I wouldn't if they did a show in between no. Bad Batch and then Rebels, you know? No. They, they're eventually going to have to do something out of... In between the prequels and the original trilogy, I was about to say you know?
3: that I think, I guess, they're just gonna continue to produce content in this timeline. All of what is it, Clone Wars? What are they producing content right now? Like that's it, right, Clone Wars? Well, so
0: the, well, they, you've got Bad Batch, which is essentially a sequel to Clone Wars, right? right? And then on TV is where you're really getting into the more quote-unquote new eras, eras we haven't seen as much with Mandalorian, Ahsoka, uh, Book of Boba Fett.
3: I'm guessing they leave the post-Return of the Jedi to The Force Awakens, um, all to those shows and stuff. Yeah. I assume they just leave that and they'll, those shows and whatever comes after in that timeline will go. But now, like, you're eventually going to have to start creating content that's current. Not whatever current. Like
0: post-episode 9? Nine.
3: Post-episode nine. 9. Now, do you save that bang for the next Star Wars movie mm-hmm. two, three, four years from now? Or do you start with the series and then generate hype for the
0: movie? That's a good question. Because it seems like the series, especially the live-action ones, right, are going to culminate in some big event. right. right is they should right you know they sort of said that in the investor my question is is that going to be obviously this isn't a great comparison because it didn't turn out that great is that going to be their version of like a defenders mini series event on Disney plus or is it going to culminate in a movie is one of these movies that's coming out Ooh. is it going to be the you know the end of the Mando verse shows and stuff where they all come together <coughs> I don't know my, I my thinking always was, and and it comes from King Tom. a uh, King Tom is the first person I ever heard, sort of throw this theory out there, and I fucking love it. Is the idea that they release uh, a Star Wars Episode Ten in Twenty Twenty Seven, which would be the fiftieth anniversary of Star Wars. Okay, like what a cool way to kick off the fiftieth anniversary is right. the next sequel, the sequel to the sequel trilogy. Now, will that be what happens? I don't know, man. You think Dave Filoni will be like, George,
3: what would you do next? Nah. No.
0: no, nah, man, I think...
3: I mean, I know they could figure out something on their own, but I just wondered if they'll return to the well.
0: Yeah, I think he's done, you know? I think he's done and moved on. No matter how many we got this covered, articles and stuff, are like, George Lucas is going to wrestle back control of... Lucasfilm. Like he's gonna cover himself in fucking oil and get in a wrestling rink with fucking Kathy Kathleen Kennedy. He's Take getting to be on an old man. Him. He's into grandkids yeah. and his well, pet projects got, and his You know when when he sold Star Wars, I think he had a, a newly born baby. Yeah. And absolutely. so he's a dad yeah. to a youngin'. You know about that. I do. He ain't he's not trying to make <gasps> <laughs> Every time. Gun, you son of a gun. I if she hadn't have been standing over there and already knew people coming in here was. And, but she did that, that on you. purpose. No, that laugh and that smile, she was trying to get a much bigger scare out of me. That was. I'm actually kind of proud of myself for my reaction to oh, that. No, was, it was soundless.
2: I did. <laughs> I did not think I would scare you with someone sitting right across from you.
0: I'm a nervous person. Um. No, I don't think. I think George is done, you know? You do? Yeah. So, you know, yeah, the, What the reason I say, always say it's a matter of if, or, or when, not if, right. for there to be another sequel, like a, another Star Wars trilogy, right. 10, 11, 12, is because it's going to happen. I know it's going to happen. It's just a matter of when. Right. And then what that looks like. Right. Because you already have, like, John Boyega, who historically had some problems with the way everything shook out. You already have him saying in interviews, like, he'd come back. I would come back. Yeah. You know, the circumstances are right and things like that. He would come back. So you're already starting to hear things. I
3: couldn't believe Abrams said that it would have been much better with a plan. Like, I just didn't ever think they
0: would admit to that. He's not wrong.
3: I I didn't I'm not saying I was
0: like, you know. I like what we got. And you know what? I swear to god, you know what I did yesterday? It's the first time I've ever done it. I watched all 3 of the sequel trilogy movies back to back. Oh, really? No breaks in between. What was your was what working. was your takeaway? I am satisfied. I like this sequel trilogy. That's how I feel about it. I, I like, like what we like got. Through the whole thing, like I laugh. I have a good time. I get the fucking chills. Feels I, like Star Wars. I get excited for parts that are about to come up. I love the characters. I think the acting is really solid. I mean, like I I'm, I know we like the prequels here, but it, I think it's fair to say we acknowledge the acting is not the fucking even in some strong of
3: suit the original trilogy. There are right. parts where that I feel happen.
0: like like not just the new cast, but like I feel. Like Han Solo, or or, or Harrison Ford as Han Solo, fucking solid oh, yeah. man. Mark Hamill, I feel like does some of his best stuff in the sequel trilogy. Yeah. I know that's like a big contentious po- point for people is Luke in the whole thing, but, but he uh, killed it, I fucking kill killed it, dude. killed it, and every scene. Yes, I fully acknowledge that. I feel like the third movie is the weakest. Yeah, to me, it is the weakest. But even though I'm saying it's the weakest, I still enjoy it. As I say, yeah, I still enjoy it. There are the is there things that I wish were different? Absolutely. Do, is there things that I wish? I, and I still stand by the fact that I think it should have been longer. Yeah, I think that would have ironed out a lot of I the issues. So too. But you know, what when I say ironed out the issues, uh, I mean for me, I, I fully realize that just no matter what. Like there's there's plenty happy. of people out there that are like, no man, it didn't need to be longer. It needed to be something completely different. I fully acknowledge that. Um, but you know, I, it is
3: what it is. That was my only criticism. Yeah. It's exactly what JJ said, and I I've maintained that since the beginning was that yeah, it probably could have been better with some foresight put into
0: the and you know the plan. But the thing I love is, what we got. There is, when you look at like the stuff they put out, like the art books and stuff, there are clearly threads and plans that were bandied about now I think they should have been a little more concrete honestly I and I thought about this a lot since I watched those movies yesterday honestly I feel like the best thing that could have the best outcome would have been if they were all three years apart like they used to be Mm -hmm. because I loved it at the time getting a new fucking Skywalker Saga movie every two years yeah but I think that extra year would have smoothed the three movies all three movies over quite a bit more of course you know they give them three years in between Avengers movies and I know why it's because they paid so much for Star Wars and they were trying to you know fucking make some of that money back but like that's why they put them out so quick and I I imagine some of that was being unsure on how spinoff movies would perform right but I really do feel like the extra year would have made the writing, given the writing more time. Like this push know. for a schedule and a date mm-hmm. is tough. Well, that's why I'm I'm glad. I mean, it, it sucks because we had ended up having to wait an extra year. But I'm glad that they delayed the, even though it was more related to the pandemic. I'm just hoping that gives the stuff that's already in, clearly already in the planning stages more time to work and that actually is a pretty good segue to our last topic before we do emails and stuff Um, we got a little bit of news about one of the new Star Wars movies coming out and that's the Patty Jenkins Rogue Squadron movie it's just the tiniest bit of news Um, this comes from the Ronin.org I guess Um, and it's just that Patty Jenkins' Star Wars Rogue Squadron adds Wonder Woman production designer Aline Bonetto, so they're they're staffing up the production yeah. staff basically. That's good. I uh, um,
3: have you seen Wonder Woman 1984?
0: I have not. I didn't hear great things about it. I wouldn't
3: it, it? wasn't as bad as the things I heard about it. Really you know, yeah. watched it on the plane.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's something that uh, I'm not opposed to watching, and I'm sure I I will at some point. Um, but regardless of whether I like that or not, like I feel like it's not necessarily something to hold like, okay. For instance, this is tough. Cause who knows how much the dude actually worked on rogue one, um, Gareth Edwards. Yeah. I liked, uh, I didn't, he, so his, his big claim to fame before he did directed Godzilla and then rogue one was a movie called monsters. It was this little indie movie about aliens I didn't really dig it. I thought it was okay. It was one of right. those movies I read about, and people were like, oh, you should check this out. And I checked it out, and I thought it was okay. Right. right? Then he did Godzilla, the first one. I yeah. thought it was okay. It was yeah. pretty good. But that wasn't necessarily like I thought Rogue One was really good. Yeah. So I don't know. Even if I didn't like Wonder Woman 2 or 1984, or whatever it's called, I don't think that's that big of a deal.
3: No. I, I'd say that because Pedro Pascal. Oh, yeah, he's in it. He's, a Max, huge, Lord, he's, he's right? Max Lord. He's Max Lord. He has a great performance as Max Lord. Is he good in it? It's great. I just... Seems like a dude that doesn't miss. He's he's on fire at the moment. He
0: is super on... He's about to be double-doing double-duty. Is he really? Yeah, because he got cast as um, Joel in the Last of Us TV I show. not know that. Yeah. So he's going to be doing that and Mandalorian. That's fine. Um they don't need him a ton. I was about to say Mandalorian, then spend
3: a whole lot of time without his helmet on. Yeah, so that's fine.
0: They just get him in the sound booth to hold a pillow like it's Baby Yoda and send that dude off to town. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Uh, you want to get in some voicemails and emails? Yep. All right. Well, let's do that.
2: Kia D. Kia D.
1: Crash box, KD Cockhead Cockhead. running around slaying bitches
0: with his cockhead. He's a big Sourian stud. He loves to split chicks with his bud. KD Cockhead Cockhead. to stroke his cone and suck on his balls. KD Cockhead, what you gonna do when he comes on you now? He's a Jedi
3: Council stooge, but he'll be pumping Spooge tomorrow.
1: Blue Herb, Cocky, Harfburger, Cocky, will win, Cocky, Goose Payne, Cocky, G Money, Cocky, King Tom, Cocky, Joe, Cocky, Kia and D, Cocky,
0: Sheesh! I had to take a little break after that first segment, y'all. Oh hanging out with will is a psychedelic experience it's like like, shit. he's like that guy in um shadows of the empire it's those pheromones oh. remember the guy that had the pheromones oh yeah <laughs> uh so i wanted to play a little something for you since i did such a bad job of uh, promoting it at the beginning of the show i wanted you to pl- i wanted to play the uh, theme song for high potion that Steve did oh yeah you want to hear this I do it's awesome
1: in life.
3: the chain because that is off it
0: (laughs) man i'm stoked on that Uh, so yeah that's the theme song
3: that is awesome
0: oh steve should be proud of himself fucking did you hear shred mcgeddon there at the end sheesh still got it um all right uh let's hear from king tom let's kick it off with king tom okay be cool about it here we go Hey there, Hawsen and
2: Will. Uh, so the Rise of Boba Fett, you know, they had these, like, prelude issues come out over the past month, and I thought it started last month, but I guess it didn't start till this week. The first official issue is out, and it's pretty huge. I love the story. I love the art. I don't know if you talked about um, the big reveal at the end. I'm not going to spoil it, but I think it's going to lead the way to answering some questions some people might have had, which is pretty cool. Um, my question, I guess I have a few questions leading up to this, because this could be seen as a sequel to certain things, um, that we heard at one point were going to be happening in live action. Do you think that this is what they were going to be doing in live action, um, involving Boba Fett and everything else? Um, or do you think they were going to do something else? Uh... I, I think I think it, they're probably taking the idea they had and obviously modifying it for the comics. The other question is, you know, this is supposed to last a few months, um, at least throughout the summer. And, the, and it's heavily involving Boba Fett. Um, how would you feel if, if the book of Boba Fett mentions this, or references this, or, you know, even shows parts of it from a different point of view? I'm kind of hoping they do something like that because I love it. I love it when they tie everything together and everything references each other correctly. I'm not, I don't usually mind when things are a little askew in the retelling in other medias, but I I like it when things line up. So that's what I'm hoping for here. Um, I just want to hear, you know, I'm sure you guys talked about it or Hawes has mentioned it. Don't, I'm not going to talk about the reveal of who did the what to the thing, but it'll come out eventually. I'm sure. Anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for the great podcast. I will talk to you later.
0: That was a King Tom message right there. So just to fill you in, buddy, on what's going on, <clears throat> they started... Remember we talked about how they were doing that big uh, big crossover event in the comic books, War of the Bounty Hunters? Yes. And it was going to be like you know, that old school Marvel approach. Well, it's not even that old school. I'm sure they still do it. But where it's like every book in the line, like all the Star Wars books are tying into this, basically. Mm-hmm. I don't think High Republic the high republic comics are um but everything else dr Afra, the main star wars line vader e- bounty hunters etc etc it's all tying into this big or the bounty hunters which is essentially their take on a, a shadows of the empire type thing to interesting be, it's set in between empire and jedi and it deals with boba fett transporting um han to jabba and how that shit doesn't go smoothly. It's not like a one-way, like just a, okay. a direct flight The war for Han Solo. Huh? Yeah, that's basically what it is. <clears throat> um,
3: he may be the most expensive bounty in the galaxy at the moment.
0: And there are... It's like a smoke and aces kind of... You know, everybody, like... Anybody you would expect to be involved in this so far, as far as, like, bounty hunters and stuff are... They're involved. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Zuckus and Forlom are actually, like... A, Pretty big part of it. Wow, Boba Fett. Well, at one point, Boba Fett paints his armor black, which is nineties as fuck. I'm surprised they didn't do a chromium embossed cover. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like a holographic cover. Um, but yeah, the first issue came out this week of like the main series or whatever. Um, it has a pretty big reveal at the end. If I had to guess, the best way for us to approach War of the Bounty Hunters is for me to do a book report when more has come out. Remember like I did for that High Republic book. Oh jeez. Yes. I'm getting anxiety just thinking oh, about it. I
3: loved it. When the explanations.
0: <laughs> so yeah, we'll, maybe we'll have to do that. But look, I'm just going to say it right now. If you don't want to hear the spoiler of who the big reveal is at the end of the first issue maybe we'll catch you next week or maybe you know fast forward a little bit until you hear the next voicemail because I don't know how we can address King Tom's issue uh, issue question without at least sort of mentioning it Kira shows up from Solo okay Uh, so you know that's a pretty big deal it's the first time we've seen her post Solo. Solo and with the whole idea that I was kind of wondering this too like the whole idea that clearly originally they planned on the solo movies being more than just one movie, right? <laughs> so I do wonder if if this has any influence from what they were gonna do in that story. Obviously, I don't think you know the next solo movie would have been set in between Empire and Jedi, so <clears throat> they would have probably changed timelines around. But I do wonder if if. Or if that even affects any plans they might have. Honestly, I doubt it does because
3: It's interesting to know that she's still alive in it between is. Empire and Jedi.
0: Yeah. And still doing the Crimson Dawn thing, too. Um so if they if they ever decided to do either a solo two or something on disney plus focusing on crimson dawn and kira which was a rumor but everything's been a fucking rumor at this point
3: what if uh-huh now no. stay with me okay i'm here what if they recast han solo and princess leia and they do a han and leia movie post return of the jedi and kira is a factor in some troubles
0: Oh, I don't like that. I don't like that.
3: Not that Han falls for it, but
0: I don't. I don't know. I mean, I, up until that last proviso, I was down. I was like, that. I mean, what did they get up to? But yeah, it let's can't see. Can't
3: have been, all been. That's the thing, though. You don't want to make a show that's, you know, everything's great for Han <laughs> and Leia.
0: <laughs> well, you, there's plenty of other there's, there's, white uh, galactic, picket spaceships all across galactic the front shenanigans yard. to get up to. I don't need fucking ends on the rocks wandering, obviously wandering eye the show no
3: thank you <laughs> i didn't mean it like that i'm just talking about ways to bring her character back
0: um but e- e- either way because solo is set so far before this stuff in the comics it doesn't really have to affect it i mean yeah. the ba- main thing is is like yeah, Kira's I mean, still got to be alive by that time, so
3: probably still a higher up in some sort of organized crime, if not specifically the Crimson Dawn.
0: Now, as far as trained them, by Darth Maul, is them um, referencing this stuff in the book of Boba Fett? I'm not quite sure. If anything, I think it could be it could be more handy, sort of just telling us whom could or could not appear in the Book of Boba Fett, right? You see what I'm saying? Meaning, like, let's say one of the Empire, classic Empire bounty hunters was to die. They couldn't then show up in the Book of Boba Fett past that point, right? Right. <laughs> That's what I mean more by referencing it. It may just be guidelines. They just might use them as light guidelines. Um, what
3: if we get to see Dengar again?
0: I think because that would be pretty sick. they put sick. him
3: in... The new um star wars right
0: in the rise of skywalker that's what i meant yeah, yeah sort of you know he's all yeah, he's, he's more machine yeah, than man him. yeah oh yeah i mean it would be kind of cool they specifically brought him back i would like to see more of the empire bounty hunters in the book of boba fett like if boss I mean, showed you, up it would be stuffed. cool if
3: he had a brush up with each of them
0: it would it would, but then it, at some point it might feel like a checklist, like, all right, here's the Zuckus and 4 Forlorn episode. I wouldn't... Compl- Where are you going
3: to check that checklist if not in the book of Boba Fett?
0: I know, but I, I wouldn't complain, but that would be the complaint. Buddy, let me tell you. I, so we were gone to Texas. I didn't watch The Bad Batch the night it came out. Didn't watch it till we got home on Monday. And immediately upon watching it, I knew without having been on Star Wars Twitter all weekend, what people would be arguing about. What was that? And you know what they were arguing about? No. Okay, you know the rancor? Yeah. You know Bib Fortuna comes and takes that rancor. Yes. So the implication is...
3: That's the rancor that Luke killed.
0: Right. And what people were arguing about is the fact that in the books, that rancor's name is Patisa. Okay. And in the show, the Rancor's name was Mochi.
3: Well, there's no reason his name couldn't have been changed in between the show and...
0: Okay, so that was kind of my... All right, so like, you know when... Trainer that
3: renamed him, he switched trainers and...
0: Malakili was like, I don't want to name this guy Mochi. Mochi. Patisa. Yeah. Look at me. I walk around with a, with a hat and no shirt <laughs> every day. <laughs> why, why do you think I would hang out with this thing and call it mochi? Yeah. Okay. Okay, good. That's a perfect argument. The, my favorite is when they have these people have these complaints and there's multiple just easy explanations. Number two is it's different raincore. Maybe he had a couple. Maybe. Boom. Number three. Uh,
3: so the fuck what? Like, <laughs> absolutely. So the fuck what?
0: So the fuck what? It is the same and, rancor, and so you know it
3: grew up into a terrifying beast. It wasn't it tried quite to as killed Luke Skywalker. Yeah, like the other thing is, there's no guarantee that that rancor is dead in Return of the Jedi. Oh, that's that rancor is dead as shit. I'm, it's bro. pinned to the ground and defeated. And it goes, obviously, <laughs> yeah. I mean. The implication is that it's dead, but it didn't chop off its head. You know, like there's no guarantee that that thing is dead.
0: That's gonna be the big surprise.
3: What was the trainer guy's name?
0: Malachili. He
3: went himself, had a good cry, and then he got the door up. And oh, he was okay. He gave him some water and some, you know, some womp rats.
0: Had <laughs> him a Gamorian guard. Oh, yeah,
3: he was all right. He had a hole in his forehead. And, you know, <laughs> spitting gum out of his forehead. Spitting
0: gum out his Bro, he made this noise. He went...
3: If you were pinned to the ground by a door, I'm pretty sure you'd make a
0: noise similar to that. You're probably right. Harumph. Harumph. All right. Let's see. Who do we cut next? Uh, Let's hear a voicemail from Josh. Josh did not attach the voicemail. (laughs) Let's hear what would have been... (laughs) Josh, buddy. It says voicemail, bad batch and dad jokes. And then it says voicemail attached. And there's no voicemail. And I hope, <laughs> oh, come on. This is, no, I've got to be doing something wrong. Because like, okay, Tom's had his voicemail. Jim's has his voicemail. Josh writes, voicemail, bad batch and dad jokes, voicemail attached. There's no voicemail. That's a tease too, but I want to hear the bad batch and dad jokes. Send that in next week, buddy. All right, let's hear from Jim. Oh, yeah.
1: Here we go. Dracula. Good evening, Hawes and Will. How you gentlemen doing this evening? We've all missed you last week. Happy to have you back. Um, super excited about High Potion coming up. But I wanted to ask you about Ahsoka. I've been re-watching The Clone Wars. I just finished Season 3. And I'm wondering, you know, all the masters, Obi-Wan and Plo Koon, they keep on bringing up that, uh, oh, you, your master's rubbed off on you and this is something that Anakin would do and blah, blah, blah. It, her impatience or her um, acting on instincts and ignoring orders and things like that, they already are shining while she's a young, you know, Padawan, now that she's a Jedi I, I do feel like she's learned from Anakin's mistakes, but do you think that any of Anakin's passion or anger or maybe even fear will bleed through and in the Ahsoka show or Mandalorian or Book of Boba, we might see any of that uh, but I'd just love to hear what you guys have to say uh, Ignite the green I think so
3: I think Ahsoka's approach to her emotions and her anger and her passion are maybe what the Jedi should have been. You know, the Jedi focus so much on suppressing the bad stuff. When she em- embraces it, uh, I guess more in a understanding way and refuses to be so absolute in her outlook, uh, and it seems a little wiser for it. Uh, I think recognizing your darkness may be better than trying to lock it away so like I would say I don't think you'll see Anakin rage no it's obvious that I no. mean she can harness her aggression well, what I was
0: going to say is like think, I don't think it's dark side why else do an Ahsoka show if you're not going to show more than just that one side of her you saw in the Mandalorian <laughs> like <clears throat> in Mandalorian she's just one way exactly. She's you on a mission. I mean? like well, she's... yeah, but it's like, you know, she's there's not a lot of variety in Ahsoka in that episode.
3: Well, I mean, she's not in it for very long.
0: Exactly. When the show was when the show comes out and she is the focus of said show, yeah, we'll see a lot more of her personality. I think then um, she wasn't up against something that you
3: know, there wasn't a challenge there. Like right, Sheila's- well, and also,
0: this was, you gotta think, this was m- more than anything a live-action introduction to the character. You know what I, I, bet I mean? bet it was just to see how it
3: would
1: be received.
0: Yeah, I think they had already, I, I think the Ahsoka show was probably already in, but that doesn't go to show that, like, if it had been real bad received, they'd pull the plug on that shit. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> or real poorly received. Um, But what I'm, I'm just saying is, like... It, for so many people I don't know the exact numbers but a lot more people watch the live action stuff than watch the animated stuff animation stuff does really well but just as just as a western audience yeah it just
3: isn't the medium that appeals to your average adult viewer
0: so that was just meant to introduce the character to to people that weren't familiar from the cartoons Right. right So yeah, you you, you kind of had a certain thing you had to do with introducing her in that manner. You had
3: to establish what she's like.
0: You yeah, know? and then you expand though expand on that in the show.
3: She's quite obviously competent, badass, and knowledgeable. You know, that's I think that's how she comes across in the show. I, I feel like, yeah, much how the Mandalorian did at first. Competent, knowledgeable, badass, like
0: okay so yeah I, th- I think we'll see some more of that sort of Anakin influence I mean I also kind of like the phase she's at at this point I think she's seen she a lot of her shit at this point Anakin. you know what I mean yeah the Clone Wars whatever the fuck she was up to during the original trilogy she she traveled in time she's seen some shit yeah so
3: some things and some stuff
0: all right uh next up uh, last thing we got an email from our buddy sam it says howdy halls and will i hope you both had a relaxing holiday weekend off from podcasting this past week i became aware of the lost cut of the original star wars have you ter- to heard of the original cut of the movies that john Gibson edited and george lucas didn't like Apparently, he fired Gipson because the film was too boring. According to what I was reading, there are different scenes and versions of scenes that we know in that cut. Is this something you'd like to see someday as a Disney Plus special in a documentary style? Cut of a New Hope? Yeah, some lost cut. So I'm not necessarily familiar with this. one. I'm f- maybe an urban legend? I don't I don't I don't know one way or the other. Uh, this is for like we'll a, fact somebody it. that's much more in tune with the star Wars, like history, right. Making of stuff. But right. regardless, I do know that there, I know this may be the same thing. There was a cut of star Wars with all the fucked up special effects in it. Like there's shots and you do see some clips of them in some of the documentaries, like, um, of like Luke and the land speeder from behind, like, and they're moving forward through Moss Isley. Okay. Uh, and a couple of other things. And apparently that's when Lucas, saw what all the stuff ilm had done and sort of freaked out (laughs) they mentioned that in that empire of dreams documentary
3: all the stuff ilm had done and freaked out
0: he so like he came in after they had been working for a while and wasn't stoked with the progress they made oh okay and i think some of that's those shots and stuff i see (laughs) i can't remember I'm not doing a great job of explaining it.
3: It was uh, ILM's first run before George Lucas came in and kicked
0: a bucket over and said, no, do it right. Probably. Get it right. I might be getting all this stuff wrong. Whatever. He I do know there.
3: Um, okay. Just not not happy with, uh, with the effort you've been putting in. I don't, don't like the product.
0: Um, But if, the, if there is, I'll take any Star Wars documentary. So if such a thing is yeah, out there and absolutely. they want to do a documentary about it, Fuck y'all. I'm watching. Are you kidding me? Uh, along the lines of deleted scenes, what is your favorite deleted scene from each film? And which ones do you think have should have been kept in the theatrical cut? I personally really like the building of the rebellion and revenge of the Sith. And I think that those things, scenes should have been kept in episode three. Thank you both for a great show. I recently started a new job with a long commute and you both make that trip go a lot faster each day keep up the great work and stay safe out there best sam thanks sam so do you have any favorite deleted
3: scenes i don't remember (laughs) a lot of deleted scenes so uh i'm not gonna be a source of information i'm gonna have to go with yours and whatever yours i'm really like that mine too that's my favorite one. well
0: okay so a new hope is a interesting situation because we got so many well not so many we got the deleted well, if, java if scene put it back in
3: the scenes that come from the special edition like i know which ones are those
0: um i like the java scene i do not you do not um I do you not like it because of story implications or do you not like it because of how java looks Um,
3: I think I don't like it because of how Jabba looks.
0: Okay, then that's totally fine. But from a story standpoint, I like seeing Jabba show up early. And you know what I'm saying? Like, And now Jabba's this whole thing, the trilogy. You hear him talk about Jabba. He talks about Jabba in two. Jabba shows back up in three. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I like that. <clears throat> and I like that it was a scene that they originally shot, and then they like fucking... Photoshop pasted a job of the hut model over it. Now that I agree, they've never been able to get it to look right. It always it looks pulls weird. me out of it how real many bad. Pa- no matter how many passes, like if you go look at the one from the original, the the ninety seven whatever. It looks
3: whatever. like they took a cardboard cutout <laughs> and he. It looks South Park bad. right behind. And they've him.
0: made passes on that with every edition they've ever put out. It it looks pretty good
3: one. where it's at at the moment. Like it's it's, it's acceptable. okay,
0: but it still doesn't look great. No, uh, I like the scene he mentioned with the forming of the rebellion, and like I think Belle Organa's in the scene, and Amidala and Mon Mothma, the lady that played Mon Mothma in Rogue One, is in the scene. Oh, nice, and sort of them, like, being like, Yo, oh, shit's getting out of hand, we got to form this rebellion. Like, That'd be, that's crucial. I think that's one that should have been in there. Um, I like the third lesson from Return of the Jedi with the fish nuns. Mm-hmm. I would have liked that to be in the movie. Couldn't tell you what deleted scene I'd want from the third from Rise of Skywalker because there's no deleted scenes on the DVD.
3: That's weird. That is weird. I remember watching the deleted scenes from The Last Jedi and thinking every single one of them should have been in the movie.
0: I like the alternate uh Confrontation with Phasma too. I like the delete deleted v- yeah deleted scenes version of that as well. Um, um
3: in, in the the party,
0: the uh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. The third lesson.
3: The third lesson. Yeah, yeah. I
0: think that should have been in there. Um, I don't know. I'm you know I'm not super familiar with, uh, Return of the Jedi deleted scenes. Like I know there's this like, there's a sandstorm scene after they leave. Jabba's palace they get caught in a sandstorm and like when they
3: leave the sarlacc pit yes out and on like, the
0: dune sea yeah they all meet out on the dune sea the falcon's there luke's x-wing's there like luke hops on his x-wing and gets out of there and then the falcon leaves and there's like a sandstorm that they get caught in i don't know i don't doesn't think add that, much yeah i don't think that really needs necessarily needs to be there <laughs> um and like i, I feel like a popular one people would be like oh they should add that the scene with biggs and stuff at the beginning of uh, a new hope Have Uh, you ever seen that yeah yeah yeah, i have where he goes and hangs out it's really slow it's it would slow the movie down
3: Uh, and even the interaction that made it into the special edition between the captain that slows down enough that Mm -hmm. slows it down a lot i mean it adds depth to the captain's character because he shortly loses it but you,
0: you want know. you want to know a uh, interesting thing about that scene so you know he's like talking to Luke and then a rebel soldier walks in front of them yeah you know what happens they cut that scene short cuz what he says is like i flew with your father i f- flew with your father you'll do all right or something like that uh. so they have the rebel soldier walk in front of the scene they digitally add that shit, so to cut that part of the line off, so it's just like you'll do all right. It's and it's if you know that, it's watch it. It's pretty awkward. Oh wow, it's pretty awkwardly executed.
3: Yeah. You know what? I bet if George would let them touch up the special editions with modern CGI, like I bet some of the stuff would, some of those wrinkles would smooth out.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I feel like even the 4K versions have had. Stuff done to him. I mean, famously, it's got fucking McClunky in it. McClunky, McClunky. So yeah, I I don't know, man. I don't know. <coughs> uh, I, I they don't want that smoke. Fucking with the original, tri- they don't need to do that. No. The only thing Disney needs to do, probably needs to do at some point, just to get it over with, is release the unaltered versions of the original trilogy. What in whatever fashion, you know, you know what I mean?
3: Yeah. That needs to happen stat. I think unless you, I think when you need some money or something, that's your next. Big well, release. I was gonna
0: say if I think it's kind of been established that maybe they can't, that maybe oh. it's part of the contract mm. or something. But I don't know that for sure. Because I do feel like like if they could have, they would have by now. Because it's such a requested thing, you know. I mean, I'd buy it. I'd probably get it too. I'd buy the original cut. Just a, I, what am I saying? I'd pro- yeah, I'd buy it. No, Be like, yeah, Yo, I've got it in my collections. it's in my discography. And then I'm like, oh, I want to watch Star Wars, and I just pull it up <coughs> on Vudu. I bought that stupid, fucking 4K box set, and I I used the code because it comes with the physical disc, and I used the code and to the watch Voodoo it online. Guy. Yeah, I've just been watching it online.
3: When you can get four stream online, you know, 4K online.
0: Shh. Pasha. Anyways, uh, I think that's gonna do it for us this week. All righty, I am a rambling man. (laughs) So Uh, am I. We will uh, we'll catch you guys next week. We'll talk about the so good doing this across my mug. Oh Oh my god, reminds me of old times. Old times. Uh, Anyways, uh, thanks for listening, guys. If you haven't already, please leave us a five star review on iTunes. It really helps us out. Yada yada yada
3: It helps people who like Star Wars podcasts Find our Star Wars podcast
0: There you go Uh, Also uh, If you like our theme song Please check out the band that was kind enough To provide the music, they're Stoned Cobra You can find them on iTunes, Spotify And at stonedcobra.bandcamp.com And we'll see you guys next week I'm Hals Burkhart And I'm Will Witten May the force be with you May the force be with all of
2: us May the force be with us